Oh, hello there. I'm Melinda Catherine Gross. And I'm Michael Nixon. And we like to talk about murder. Well, you like to talk about murder, fictional murder, a <laughs> lot, uh, whether anybody wants you to or not. That's right. And Michael doesn't talk about murder nearly enough. So I would like to invite you all to join us as we explore the material of our favorite monster. Hannibal Lecter. Yes. Each week we will be discussing and dissecting the film and TV appearances of Thomas Harris's infamous serial killer, Dr. Hannibal Lecter. Mostly, I'm going to try to get Michael to eat people. I won't. You will. I might, but there's only one way to find out. Tune in to Having a Friend for Dinner, available on DuelingGenre.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Until then, bon appetit. Ooh. Dueling Genre. Hello, welcome back to Rocky Minute, the daily podcast that analyzes the movie Rocky one minute at a time. I am Jason Haynes. I'm Doug Greenberg. And joining us again on this beautiful Thursday is Crystal Beth. Hello, Crystal. Hello. Thank you for having me back on a Thursday, which is a day I also like. Hmm. Now, Thursday's a likable day because now you're getting close to Friday. Mm. So Yeah, uh, Thirsty uh, Thursday. Uh, Thirsty Thursday. I happen to be thirsty right now. Me too. Is this chicken? As I take a drink of water. Oh, wish I had water. Um, so today we're covering minute 104, which begins with the crowd loving every minute of this and ends with the fanfare as a mic drops from the ceiling. Hmm. Some say covering minute 104. Some say knocking out minute 104. What did I say? You said covering. Okay. Well, I'm sure nah. you can knock it out. Jay's screwing up our brand here. All right. So... None of the, the announcers introduce Apollo to the viewing audience as he steps into the ring. And he continues the Apollo Creed show. And it cuts to Rocky's corner. Mike and Mickey are enjoying this. Mike, do you see the little guy that's behind Mickey? Yeah, yes. He's having the time of his life, too, just like the announcers. He really is. I picture him, like, holding on to the guy's shoulders and, like, yeah. jumping up so yeah. his face <laughs> pops up in between them. He's like, hi, I'm here, too. Hi. Because he's really little. <laughs> yes, he is. But that that would be funny. Al Samani doesn't seem to be liking it so much. Nah, he's he's an old school guy. So is Mickey. Hmm. So is Mike. Mike. They needed to get all three different emotions. The guy that's like, I'm unimpressed by everything. Yeah. And the guy that's like, huh, this clown. <laughs> and the guy in the back that's like, well, guy, we're all here. This is great. I have friends. <laughs> And then the chill, cool dude who's Rocky. But you have to imagine that the, that all these guys, El Silvani, Mickey, Mike, um, these are lifelong boxing guys. They've been in the game for a really long time. So they're probably just as fans as much as they are, you know, like like they're fighting, you know, the team is fighting Apollo Creed. But a couple of weeks ago they weren't. So they were probably fans of, of the whole thing. So it's just a big moment for them as well. Mm-hmm. You know, they're really enjoy, living it up, enjoying themselves. Here you are, you're in an eerie coaching and a cut man and a, and a trainer for the biggest for a guy fighting the heavyweight champion as doug is is getting his script out right now i'm seriously i just throw his computer out the window <laughs> no don't it will definitely break <laughs> then we'll definitely have recording problems i'm not going to look too much for it but when rocky is coming into the ring uh it says in the script hold on maybe i am finding it <laughs> oh, forget it um, it says that it's also the best night of Mickey's life. Of course it is. 
He's been waiting for us for 50 years. Mm -hmm. But looking at him right there, can, do you get that feeling? The, would I have it paused on a second 12? His face, yes, absolutely. 100% I get that feeling. Yeah. Look at that face. Yeah. He is. Yes. Yeah. He's got a, a slight smile on. Mickey's not one to, to, to have like a beaming smile. No, but he's he looks like a little kid here. He's happy, like, thing, you know. Mm -hmm. This is the moment he's been waiting for forever. Forever. Yeah. He's proud. He's taking it all in. He is far cry from his angry, angry little man days early in the movie. We've seen so many sides of Mickey in these this mm -hmm. movie that you know it's nice to see a happy Mickey. We've seen we've seen angry Mickey. We've seen groveling, just no self respect of yeah. Mickey, and now we see happy Mickey. It's all coming together. He's had quite the yeah. There's there's people like that. Mm -hmm. They live off of other people's emotions and what they're doing, and just like. It feels exhausting, I imagine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he's living by the seat of his pants. He's having just the best time. He's proud of his friend. and he. I would suggest that he has a character arc in this. Because early on, he was just angry. Now we go we go to him in the greatest moment of his life. What heck is a character arc? Crystal, could you <laughs> enlighten my friend here? It's when a character changes mm -hmm. from beginning to end. Oh. And hopefully it happens. Otherwise, it's real boring. <laughs> yeah, there are some movies where there are no character arcs, right? Like anything that has the Hulk as a main character, which is why those can't be the best movies. Because oh. he doesn't exactly change. Bruce Banner can change, but the Hulk can't. Hmm. Why can't the Hulk change? Because he's still the same guy. Every once in a while, he'll be like, oh, I think I kind of know that person. But then he doesn't really know them because he's all monster. Yeah, that's a great point. Wow. There's actually some great comics of how he has an actual story and a little bit of an arc, but Bruce Banner really is the, the arc. Hmm. I'm not a huge Hulk fan. Clearly. I can tell. Sorry, I apologize to our Hulk fans out there, or the Hulk himself if he's listening. <laughs> you don't come at me, bro. <laughs> you don't want to make him angry. So Apollo takes off one ridiculous outfit to reveal an even more ridiculous one. Yeah. See, this is the part I would worry about insulting someone over. <laughs> the Uncle Sam. Well, he was supposed to be wearing a uh, like a Uncle Sam kind of white mustache and beard too. Santa, like a Santa sort of thing. Sure. Uh, Uncle Sam had a mustache and beard. Yeah, he had, yeah, he had one of those pointy. You looking up Uncle Sam sure. pictures? Uh, he's wearing a red, white, and blue sleeveless. Um, he did have. Yeah. Uh, is that like a house coat with tails? His blue lapels are sequined. With stars, uh, white stars, red, white, and blue top hat. It's like a white goatee, Uncle Sam. <sighs> yeah. So okay, they, okay. they cut that out. They cut that out. They forego the session goatee. Rocky's comment that he looks like a big flag. It's just such a big guy thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> I freaking yeah, love looks it. looks like a big flag. <laughs> <laughs> But, a dumb guy insult. But even he's enjoying it, you know. He's he's like he's up there. Yeah. He's up there making jokes. He's not he's not mean mugging Apollo Creed. He's not like psyching himself up, like fighters do. He's 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 yeah. enjoying the show himself. Apollo Creed's also doing him a huge favor. In what way? Just I mean, not like not like a favor. Like, hey, I'm doing you a favor. But like, he's oh, by, without him, he yeah, wouldn't have gotten yeah. this chance. Yes, by by offering them this opportunity. Yeah, but even now, like. You you wouldn't see this if there was a big production, a pre-fight production like that. You'd see the other fighter like mad dogging Angry, him yeah. from the other side. Although you up. do see those uh, the when they're doing the weigh-ins and the guy will give the other guy a kiss and the other oh. one's like, Whoa! 
and like goes yeah. to fight him. Oh, those are hilarious. <laughs> yeah, right in the middle of a press conference. Those are always good. When they end peacefully, when they just do the pose and nothing else happens, it's kind of like, oh, that was anticlimactic. Mm-hmm. Remember the old Mike Tyson wins, only Lennox Lewis, right? The fight started and Tyson mm-hmm. tried to punch the handler and stuff. Man, those are some good ones too. Yeah, like, yeah. The, day. the melees. Apollo continues. He's holding a little flag. I wonder if he stole it from that little girl at Rocky. Probably. You know, Rocky gave the girl back the flag. Apollo kept it. Doing the Uncle Sam, I want you thing. I love that. I want you. I want you. He does that in four, right? Like, doesn't to uh No, James Brown does all the... No, he doesn't do it, I want you. I don't think so. I think he just does it here. Uh, we see Rocky and his guys again. Rocky's, like I say, he's not doing his psych-up thing. He doesn't need it. He prayed on a sink. Damn right. In the dirty locker room bathroom. Ugh. I don't care how clean you you clean the floors of a bathroom. They never, oh, they never feel clean. Especially nope. like it's a it's like a public bathroom in it. Not in public, but like a like a lot of different people use it. It's in a, an arena. And yeah, yeah. It's not. Like a, I wouldn't even get on my knees in a bathroom at home. Right. Yeah. Back to the bathroom talk. <laughs> can't get away from it. We also <laughs> also remember how much respect Rocky has for Apollo Creed mm-hmm. and how much how awed he is by him. And that's only seen him on TV mm-hmm. and maybe a little bit at the press conference. But here, like, this is like Rocky's seen it up, up close and personal. He's got the front row seat to the Apollo Creed show. It's Mikey again in the background. Mm-hmm. Loving it, man. Loving it. So his uh, Apollo. So I love how joyful he is. <laughs> I know. He looks like a little kid, doesn't he? Yeah. Little Mike. Apollo Creed's doing his I want you thing. He's pointing at Rocky with the flag. I want the stallion. He's he's very showboaty here. Yeah, and extra smiley. Like boxers and like even wrestlers, they don't smile this much before they're going to go and fight someone. It's yeah. always very stern. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've said before that this is a show. It's a joke to the Apollo Creed camp, to the the fight promoter, Mister Jurgens. It's not about the fight. It's about the promotion of the fight mm-hmm. and and all the money that's invested in it, and all the money that Apollo stands to make out of it. He is completely unprepared for the fight that's ahead of him. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, he's doing his own air punches and dancing around. He's a, When Rocky does his air punches, he's kind of a little subdued. He's very animated, Apollo, when he does it. Yeah. He's got some moves, though. He's, he seems very light on his feet. Yeah. It's all that muscle. He's got that muscly, bouncy guy. Yeah, he's bouncy. Real bouncy. Uh, the announcers give us a little history lesson about Uncle Sam. Uh, that it was a military recruiting poster in World War One, and yeah, that's all I have on it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be interested to see who saw that. I want to meet someone, which I can't now because they're pretty much all dead. That saw that poster and was like, "Oh, they're talking to me." Yeah, posters <laughs> for me. I'm gonna go sign up for the army. You know what? We found this a little odd too because he's really yes. This 1976 was the bicentennial year. The fight is being promoted as like a big. Um, uh, I think he calls it like the the most important event in the country's history, but it's January first. This fight is taking place on New Year's Day. Um, the most I would think the most celebrated day in the country's history would would have been July fourth, nineteen seventy six. Yeah. Rather than January first. Was that the day it was officially? If I don't know anything about U.S. history, I'm not even going to ask questions and sound stupid. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Was it, was it the day we declared our independence? But, I mean, he's doing the, the Uncle Sam thing, which I guess doesn't really have much to do with the bicentennial. 
because that was a World War One thing. But I mean, if he's he's doing like he's doing all the the American history tropes here. He touches the uh, Revolutionary War with the George Washington boat sailing and throwing quarters at people. A little World War One tribute with Uncle Sam. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I guess he's plans on celebrating the bicentennial throughout the whole year. <laughs> <laughs> So he's holding up three fingers, saying "me in three, me in three. He's doing like exaggerated movements, much like a mime. Shout out to Five Minutes of Mime. No. Yeah, no. Shout out to Five Minutes. <laughs> I wasn't. I didn't think that there was a uh, a response needed to that, but I was like, oh yeah, no, no. no. <laughs> well, Jay was looking at me very blankly. Do <laughs> <laughs> you listen to Five Minutes of Mime, Jay? Don't ask questions like that on the air. <laughs> S.E. Angerman might be listening. Yeah. But he talks about... I've listened to it. Yeah, he talks about um, like miming being exaggerated movements so you know people understand what you're doing or what you're trying to convey. Mm-hmm. And his very you know me and three movements are mime-like. Okay, I got it. Listen to the podcast. You'll learn a thing or two. This uh, one or my, if I'm into mine? You don't listen to ours either. Mm. Oh. <laughs> he hates the sound of his own voice. <clears throat> don't we all? I want to listen to ours. I, I, I'm experiencing living. living it. It's my life. I don't need to listen to my life. There's some funny moments, though. I know. I'm here for them. There's not any right now. <laughs> There's nothing going on in this movie right now. <laughs> so <laughs> funny moment. They're getting all pumped up. So Rocky, um, he asks, what do you think that outfit costs? Because you asked that earlier, too. Yeah, I wasn't even thinking about this. You're like a big dummy, just like Rocky. <laughs> What'd you say, Crystal? Seven dollars? Seven dollars? Seven dollars? I don't know. Oh yeah, for the at Savers. At where? For his robe. <laughs> at Savers, the that big huge thrift store. You guys don't have a Savers? No, I never heard of it. What? Savers was where I got all of my Halloween costumes and like Spirit Week stuff. Great. Maybe what? it's just in Rhode Island. Is that, is that where you're from? Yeah. It's like a better, bigger thrift shop. Mm. Not as cheap. They have some decent stuff in there. And we don't yeah. have that. Never even heard of it. Not just old pair of plaid pants. That oh, are way too big. Google it. Google the saves. I'll do it right now. As we're now talking. I'm googling savers just to make sure it actually. <laughs> is. Yeah, there it is. Oh wait, what? Yeah, savers. Now Jay's gonna distract How do himself. Spell it? Savers, like S A V E R S. Yeah. Savers thrift store. I got. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Apparently they have more than one location. Oh my God! There's one in Brooklyn. Uh oh. We don't go to Brooklyn either. Oh, there's a bunch on Long Island. There's one in Long Branch, New Jersey. Ooh, so wow, watch out. That's very close. That's very to us. close. It's probably like ten minutes away. Oh my gosh! Go and see what I mean. <laughs> my, my kid was born in a hospital in Long Branch, New Jersey. Maybe if I had known, can I buy a sparkly Apollo Creed outfit there? You would have been able to save on him, but you mm. did. <laughs> I got him at the hospital. <laughs> Wow, who knew? I never heard of this before. Savers. So you learn something every day. Get in. West Long Branch, New Jersey. Look at that. Field trip. Field trip. <laughs> Rocky made a field trip. It's 6.3 miles away from my house, and I've never even heard of it. Let's go. It's probably a lot of things close to my house I've never even heard of. So we see an overhead shot of the ring to bring it back to the topic again. No, I'm not talking about Savers yet. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do online shopping? Uh, savers are probably not. You know, no, because thrift stores are usually like you just get what they got, mm-hmm. right? You get a gift card for it. You can donate. You can donate. Yep. Inspiration. What's inspirational about a whole new factor? Whether you're here to oh ideate, 
Whether you're here to ideate, create, or just salivate, we got hundreds of stylish thrift looks for you and your home, no matter what the occasion or season. Hmm. I'm going right now. All right. Bye. We'll take uh, we'll take the podcast on the road. Do a live. <laughs> if we ever do a live broadcast, we're going from Savers in Long Branch. <laughs> Let's go. All right. So you can hop a train and be in Long Branch in like an hour. Who? Crystal. She's in New York. It's pretty great. Yeah, close. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Twenty-six billion pounds of clothing and textiles go into landfills each year. That's a lot. Wow. Take it to Savers. Yeah, that is a lot. Although right. I don't think Savers wants any of my old white T-shirts with yellow armpit stains. Plus, you give all your old clothes to Danny anyway. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so the overhead shot of the ring, we see uh, Apollo Creed and his people in his corner. I guess the, the uh, Apollo Creed fiasco is over with. Um, Rocky and his people in his corner. There's a referee in a third corner. And the promoter, Mr. Jurgens, right in the middle. Smack dab in the middle. As a microphone drops from the rafters, uh, you hear the fanfare for Rocky, uh, which opens the movie. You know, the music is present. It's not just the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I find that because Rocky is known for its music, for the uh, the fight montages and everything. But that's that part of it's just the soundtrack. But here, it's like like the fanfare is is present. Mm-hmm. And also early in the movie, when he's walking home from the first fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's whistling part of the Rocky music. True. I want so my own not. theme song. I know. Yeah, Imagine like getting ready to go to work, jump in your car, or the subway, and you hear like every step of the way you got a little yeah. theme song playing behind you. If if if, if I had a theme song for my way to work, oh. it would definitely be the the slow depressing. <laughs> doon, doon, doon. Like the the, the Hulk, yeah. Hulk at the end yeah, of the, the episode. Yeah, the Hulk walking away episode. <laughs> no, when he's walking in the street, hitchhiking. <laughs> Uh, hold on. Speaking of music, one of our followers on the Facebook page, Jim Skinniotes. Oh boy, sorry, Jim, if I'm butchering your name. Skinniotes. Skinniotes. Oh, he like uh, Greek god. Nah. <laughs> Skin- yeah, Skinniotes, the god of skiing. <laughs> the god of some badass snowboarding. Downhill. <laughs> slalom. The god of slalom. <laughs> He posted a picture of the insert from the the Rocky soundtrack record album. It's Sylvester Stallone. Um, his comment on Bill Conti's music. It says, Sly. Sly? Uh, let me introduce you to Bill Conti. I think I nodded. Then, oh, I guess this was um, maybe the director introducing Sylvester Stallone to Bill Conti. I think I nodded. Then began to scratch my chin as I inspected Mr. Bill Conti. He was young, thin, acutely intense, detached, dark. Black eyes dwelling deep in his skull, something serpent-like in his mannerisms. When I wrote the script for Rocky, I wanted passion music. I wanted a symphony of powerful men, of lonely women, of thick-necked losers, of human ships that crash in the night, of love, of courage, of dignity, of dignity cast in bronze. I only wished the music would come from inside me, but I was born with ears of stone. Bill Conti shook everyone's hand and walked out the door. Three weeks later, Bill Conti walked in the door with music under his arm. The music began. I was sweating. I am impossible to satisfy, I thought. I was cheering. How did this thin man with an Afghan dog seize the soul of every character and set it to music? Then it dawned on me. Simple. How could I have not known that our first meeting, he was this brilliant? Bill Conti is Italian. (laughs) That's all it came down to? (laughs) Him being Italian. He could have left out the entire first part and been like, Bill Conti I know. Italian. That's how he was able to do it. <laughs> he went very poetic there. But, uh, yeah, I guess that's all it boils down to is Bill Conti is Italian. 
Uh, one last thing I have is on the ropes. The ropes in the ring. John Avelson wanted a fancier look than the like the pleather kind of material that they wrapped the ropes in. Mm-hmm. So they wanted they yeah. wanted like a red velvet to wrap and to make it look more elegant. So the night before they were like, "Oh shit, no one got the velvet." So the costume <laughs> the, the costume department had red felt laying around instead. So they stayed up all night cutting thin strips of felt and wrapping the ropes and using double sided yeah. tape to tape it on to make it look like felt to make it look like velvet. velvet. Like velvet but, ropes. Huh? I mean, I guess you wouldn't know the difference. So uh, I would. Ne- you would never notice, probably, right? Never. Okay. All right. <laughs> and that's all. So I interesting. Have. I love what movies do to be tricky. Yeah, I mean, especially in this film, like famously had a very small budget, so they they really had to make what they like. The uh, Adrian. Oh, Talia Shire. She went to a thrift store and bought ratty clothes for her early on in the movie appearances. Maybe she went to Savers. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I bet she did. <laughs> but it's things like that. That so you know what's funny is that with um, Adrian's character. So I hadn't watched this movie until you guys asked me to. <laughs> <laughs> and first off, I can't believe how freaking long it is. It's a very long movie. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was like, is it not over yet? He hasn't even fought yet. Is what my thought process was. But I also, for some reason, assumed Adrian died. Mm, really? So the whole movie, anytime there's like a dark alleyway, I was like, ah, is she going to die now? <laughs> really? And then she never died. And I was like, well, why does he yell Adrian? Because I pictured him, like, in the rain, yelling over her dead body. And when he was in the ring, yelling for her, at the end of the fight, I was like, well, that was anticlimactic. So I, like, ruined the movie for myself. (laughs) You're waiting for a big dramatic death scene? Yeah, I was like, wow, that sucks. Because as soon as he started flirting with her, I was like, oh, my God, that's going to suck when she dies. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, that's great. Oh, man. But that's a... Uh, you have to be the lone person in the world. <laughs> that's your thought going into the movie for the first time. Yeah. I I don't know why I thought it. I really, I 100% thought that the reason, and I don't know what I watched that, maybe it was another movie who yelled Adrian like that, but someone was dead, like a comedy or something. I don't know. But mm-hmm. I assumed it was like a, a remorseful cry, not a... Girlfriend, please come meet me in the ring now. Please yeah. <laughs> come out of the dressing room and meet me in the ring. <laughs> That's funny. That's. I mean, that, <laughs> I could see you like like waiting for that moment, and then it never happens. You're like, what the? F-? Yeah, I was like, this isn't what. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on that, <laughs> we'll wrap this one up. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Let that one sink in, people. Um, all right. I mean, would you like to tell our fans in case they forgot where to find you? Sure. You can find me on social media at The Crystal Beth. And my podcasts, The Fifth Element and Unlimited Lives Radio, are on iTunes. What is uh, What do you do on Unlimited Lives? It is uh, myself and three other funny people. It's myself and three funny people, I guess I should say, uh, that sit around and talk about old video games and new video games. We have a news segment, and 
we just we interact a lot with our fans on it because we record live on Twitch um, Thursdays from uh, six to seven. So it's it's a fun time. I really enjoy it. Cool. So make sure you go check that out. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Rocky Minute. Our Facebook listeners page is called Mighty Mix. So come join the conversation. That uh, little tidbit about Sylvester Stallone's comments on Bill Conti, I got on the Facebook page by one of our members. So come post shit like that and we'll yeah. read it on the air. Uh, DoingGenre.com is you know, Scott Corelli and Nick Amena's website that um, they host us and a whole bunch of different podcasts, uh, Minute by Minute and just other you know entertainment-based, comic book-based, uh, TV, uh, movie-based podcasts. Um, those guys are, are hardworking motherfuckers, so go check their stuff out. Yeah, and our email is rockyminute.gmail.com. So questions, comments, uh, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Did I get that right? We got one more minute left with Crystal Beth, so make sure you come back and join us for a brand new episode of Rocky Minute.